We we stopped doing spoilers. It's a show by Chris and Neil. We all rate movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all, so you don't have to. It's movies that don't suck and some that do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Fans of all ages, mm-hmm. welcome to another awesome, exciting, monumental, yeah, monumental episode two hundred and twenty, yeah, of movies that don't suck and some do. My name is Neil, and I'm Chris. And today we're talking two movies. We're talking one, the number one box office movie <laughs> of the weekend, and the number one. Voted movie at Panic. Yeah, Fest. the one that won a, it movie. won a ton of shit. Um, but uh, did it really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, they they must have not seen the other movies. Anyway. <laughs> um, oh my god. <laughs> so first, the movie that we're going to be reviewing uh, from the Panic Fest is called The Creepy, and directed by Jamie Hopper, starring Rain Steel. Ryan. Ryan Steele, I'm sorry. Anyway, the one good thing about the possibility of my father's theory being true is if Nicole and the others inadvertently found their way into another dimension, well, there must be a way to get them out. Yeah. (laughs) Who else is in this movie? Also is Jonathan Naita. Jenny, I've discovered that the hole grows larger when biomatter enters it. The hole also appears to have luring capabilities, perhaps chemical. Simply put, animals and people want to jump into the hole, and when they do, the hole gets bigger. Honestly, I don't know what to do. The hole is without a doubt a matter of public safety, and needs to be taken over by a much higher authority than myself. Call me back ASAP, Michael. The hole does get bigger. Yeah, that's a great (laughs) short little film, by the way. Yeah. uh, it's the only thing I could find with his voice in yeah, it. Yeah. Everything else was him just acting as an actor, yeah. uh, like music videos and such like that. Um, and then Sophia Thomas. Thompson. Yes, I said. And we're so obliged to have you very much indeed. I was, just, I was just saying to Mother, we should be obliged, and indeed we are. Oh, doesn't your hair look pretty? Just like an angel. Angel, Mother. Oh, speaking of angels, Mr. Elton, your sermon on Daniel in the lion's den was so inspiring, so powerful in all its particulars, it left us speechless. Quite speechless, I tell you, and we have not stopped talking of it since. (laughs) Oh, isn't this a lovely party? Lovely, lovely, lovely. (laughs) And she's lovely, too. Sophie Thompson's. (laughs) Also, I want to mention the stars Jane Lowe is Lucy Blakely. Uh, So it's it's a very small cast in this movie. Nice little small cast, the creeping, the creeping. Uh, we'll talk about that here in a second. Of course, the creeping, the creeper, the creeper, the guy is staring outside of my window right now. Stop coming into my window. Anyway, and then um, the movie, of course, the big sexy movie of the week, mm-hmm. of course, hands down, easily. When Neil talks about it, I can actually see his erection. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's moving the desk. You, you know, my mother could be listening to this. You sick bastard, uh, dude. Sick we bastard. talk about all kinds of shit on the podcast. I know. Uh, I'm, d- just d- <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway, uh, so Doctor Strange in 
the multiverse of madness, of course, first starring the one, the only, so nice. There's two of them in this movie. <laughs> Cumberbatch. He used my friends to control me. I tried to smuggle them to safety by concealing them in the very weapons I had designed. But I was discovered. I had no choice but to escape alone. And when I did, I had every reason to suspect that Marcus had killed every single one of the people I hold most dear. Yeah, it's from uh, Star Trek and the Wrath of Right, he's Khan, and I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he gave away. I mean, that's a spoiler. Is it though? It's been tw- yeah, twenty. It's been yeah, fi- it's it, been two years since it's been out. If you haven't seen it now, when are you gonna I see don't it? Care. All right, fine. I mean, there's a lot of people that are huge Star Trek fans, but now they might be Benedict Cumberbatch fans. They're like, oh, he was in a Star Trek movie. I'm gonna go check that out. But dude, he's been Doctor. Sh- dick. Should, should you want to cut it out? Bruce Willis is dead at the end of Sixth Sense, everybody. <laughs> anyway. anyway, next coming up, playing Wanda Maximoff, one of the greatest actresses that have come along in the last two decades. The best of the three twins. It is the best Olsen twin, mm-hmm. Elizabeth Olsen. Well, she's not a twin, though. No, I know. Continue. <laughs> I... I was online yesterday and um, a bunch of people had posted links to this infographic. Sorry, does everyone know what that? It's um, it's a cartoon that illustrates statistics. So um, this infographic was about marriages and um, it said that if your spouse dies, it, it feels like losing $308,780 a year, which sounded crazy to me at first. Like, how do you, how do you put it? dollar amount on death like how is that even a thing with a price tag um yeah so that's uh that's elizabeth Olsen being sounding super sad and um and cynical yeah it's a really good uh really good show and um and to be honest every clip that kept popping up of elizabeth Olsen when i was looking for clips for yeah. this uh-huh. was all the super sad ones oh, yeah. there's like no fun ones and i know she's been plenty of fun parts <laughs> and i'm like Man, everything's just so sad. All right. And then the next clip that we have is a mixture clip I found, mm-hmm. yeah. which is just so random because yeah. I was just trying to find Mr. Benedict Wong, who mm-hmm. plays Wong, which is hilarious yeah, yeah. every time I think of that. But uh, then it just so happened that there was also a clip with the guy who plays uh, 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 Mordor, uh, Shio Tao. Edgefor. Yeah. Yeah, Edgefor. Uh Chantal Edgefor, who um these guys both acted together like I think this is like fifteen years. Two thousand two. So twenty years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's like twenty years ago, <laughs> man. So uh yeah, roll the clip. What I'm saying is I could if I was weird. And this is a weird city. Why would anyone do that to his human heart? They sound to me like questions. I don't answer questions after 11 years here. And I'm a certified refugee. You're an illegal, Okwe. You don't have a position here. You have nothing. You are nothing. Yeah, so that was a, that's a really, I, I looked at the clip, I'm like, 
is that Benedict Wong? And I'm like, I went back and I'm like, oh, it's 2002. Yeah. Where's this Benedict Wong? Yeah. Movie's called it's Dirty Pretty years Things. Ago, 20 years ago. 20 years ago now. Yeah. yeah it's a movie's called Dirty Pretty Things, 2002. Isn't that insane? Yeah. Didn't even know they worked together. So that's the, the big movie, of course. Wait, Doctor hold on. Strange hold on. We got, we got Sochi Gomez to talk about. Who? Sochi Gomez. Oh, you, yeah, duh. I totally forgot because <laughs> I kind of formed. Sorry. Yeah. And of course, playing America, Chavez, Sochi Gomez. Richie. Hello, darling. I was just calling to say you should come over for dinner. Maybe we could share a wine Okay. on the rocks. Nobody drinks wine on the rocks. Don, return your mother's phone. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's uh that that was uh Suchi Gomez. Or I'm sorry, that's America From Chavez. The babysitters Club. Huh? Yeah, Babysitters Club. From the Babysitters Club. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That was a big book series in like the eighties. Didn't that have that dude from uh from uh Shield in What's that? Is it dude from Shield in that? Oh, Clark Gay? Yeah. Uh, Greg? Yeah, and then Clark Gray? I think so. Maybe. <laughs> I, I never watched it. I wasn't I, I'm I didn't line up to watch the Babysitters Club, man. I forgot you were probably a 38-year-old man watching the Babysitters Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I don't think I can do that, bro. Uh, Legally, in any nation, I think I would get arrested. Uh, So I can tell some people where to find us, right? Find us online. We're already we are. Uh, we can find us online with zoomsuck.net. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash zoomsuck podcast. We're on Twitter at NewGS Podcast. We're on Instagram at NewGS Podcast. We have Patreon, patreon.com slash movies on suck. You guys want shirts? Uh, go to bonfire.com, search movies don't suck and something they do. You'll find all kinds of shit, uh, faces and names on it, and some stuff Neil's made for just because he had like, fun doing that. Uh, we are also on Twitch at MTS Podcast, uh, and we're on all stream platforms where you can find podcasts, you can find movies that don't suck and something they do. You can want to send an email, old fashioned email, info at movies don't suck.net, or movies don't suck podcast at gmail.com, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. One minute, miss anything? Today. Okay. <laughs> The small business today of the day is going to be every week we we like to put a spotlight on a nice small mm-hmm. ownership business sure so do. they can make more money so you can go give them money so we can they can make the more of the monies. This week we are going to shine light in a store that I was just in this past Saturday, Boomerangs in Kansas City. Boomerangs is located at three nine zero zero Pennsylvania Avenue, Kansas City, Missouri. You, uh, it is one of the vintage stores that you can buy not only vintage clothing, but you can buy costume jewelry things. So if you have a costume, uh, an idea for fashion that you have that is old school from anything from the 20s on, uh, they have it. And in fact, there's not any really information on any of their pages because they're just like two old guys that sure. run a vintage shop. Sure. Right. But so let me give you a little idea about this place from two of the reviews that have been in the last year. Uh, very helpful owner. Everything is at a reasonable price for his age. Rarely will you find anything modern unless it's very retro and fits well with the environment. If you are a thrifter for the lifestyle, check it out. Guaranteed to find some. Awesome place. I rented a couple times from here and have always been having good quality clothes, helpful staff, and staff and super reasonable prices too. I have rented platform shoes for disco <laughs> yeah. tech. I have uh, rented John Travolta suits mm-hmm. from this place. I have rented so many places. So if you get a chance, uh, if you're in Kansas City and you need to get a good costume, go to Boomerangs, uh, or you can check them out on Facebook at 
Boomerang dash KC. All right. Yeah, we're we're done with the intro stuff, man. Uh, how how was how are you feeling? I'm great. Uh, if you guys don't know, I'll let you know. Me and Chris hung out this past weekend. It was great. The whole time, Chris just got me stoned and drunk. <laughs> he did not let me stay sober for more than five minutes of any time I was there. Uh, that's why I forgot all the stuff that I was supposed to do while I was there, like take more pictures of us together, uh, get a PlayStation that I'm supposed to be playing right uh, now. Yeah, I'll be I'll mail it to you. <laughs> like, it's okay. I, I'm in the middle of uh, Legend of Zelda. Okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I got plenty of plenty of okay. video games. I'm still halfway through Witcher 2. Okay, you know? like, I got I'm, you. Like, I'm I'm starting to play all these games when I get a chance. Uh, um, Neil's buying my PlayStation Four off me because I got a PlayStation Five. He's got lots of new, uh, lots of lots of free games in the, the system for a really reasonable price. I think. I just want Spider Man. Okay. Well, I Spider Man. <laughs> it's like my wife's like she says I paid three hundred dollars so I could play Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know, that's I, uh, that's the way that goes. Yeah, I, got my, I mean, I got we had a really good time. We uh, we went to the Vampire Prom, mm-hmm. uh, which was run by friend Edward and Bryant and the Kansas City Goth Group. Uh, look them up. Um, uh, Edward also star uh, owns Reroll Tavern, yeah. it, which is used, a you still in Pond Pint. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and he does a lot of pop up bars mm-hmm. um, that will be. I think the near, near newest one is a Sweeney Todd. Uh, based one, and I think that, after that, uh, so is, guys, I think after that will be a Shit's Creek one. Yeah, yeah, you did it. So <laughs> he's coming up with some good ideas, and he always does. He's really good. Oh man, you know, I spent all this time doing stuff, and I forgot to do stuff. Everybody, here's Boomerangs. If you're watching Boomerangs uh, store, the place I just advertised all the stuff they have in there, vintage. Cool stuff, man! Is that, I is, am just is, out of it. Today. Is it? Is it? Is that where Danny got her dress? No, that mm-hmm. is where we got. I got like two rings. Mm-hmm. She got like a couple pairs of sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we got, we get stuff from there all the time. Cool. Like, but like when we lived in Kansas City, yeah. I love boomerangs. Boomerangs. All right. Um, but man, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this the nicest way possible. We need to start getting into these movies because Doctor Strange is going to take five hours. All right, let's do it. Uh, creeping. <laughs> uh, directed by The Creeping. Uh, this was number with Best Movie Panic Fest, directed by Jamie Hooper. Jamie Hooper directed things such as. I'm sorry, my. Are you okay? Yeah, just. Uh, yeah, she directed. Everything else is short. This is her first feature of uh, The Creeping, uh, starring the amazing Ryan Steele. Anyway. <laughs> The one good thing about the possibility of my father's theory being true is as Anna Reynolds. We got Sophie. Ta- we got uh, Jonathan Knighty as Harry Reynolds. Jenny, I've discovered that the hold grows larger when biomatter enters it. Also, we got Sophie Thompson as Karen Marrow. And we're so glad you're having us tonight, very much indeed. I was just, I was just saying to Mother, we should. Yeah, I mean, I barely can understand what you're saying in that anyway. Uh, and we also got a. Uh, we also got. D- D- you know, Jane Lowe is Lucy, uh, Peter McQueen is William, David Horvich is Reverend Joseph, and that's really all the um, all the main actors in this. Why don't you go ahead and read the storyline for this? Oh, there's a storyline? There is. No way. Oh, wow. 
A concerned young woman moves home to look after her ailing grandmother and soon finds herself fighting a malevolent presence with a dark secret. Okay, um, you want to start this one? You want to get the point on this one? Oh, you just look at you just swinging that right away. You're just like, I need to not be the first one to talk about this movie because you got paid to be at the panic fest. Here's what I'm gonna say. I'll start. Um, I'll I'll start. I'll go and do it. No, 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 no. I want to got it. Okay. Um, this is a great concept. The (laughs) acting in this movie impeccable is not bad at all. Ryan Steele's great. Okay, can we just say that Ryan Steele's great? And Lucy was great. great, and so and uh, I really father. loved. I love Sophie Thompson. In this was great. I really loved mm-hmm. her. The problem with this movie is that it takes too long to get to it. Mm-hmm. Like the last thirty minutes of this movie goes one hundred and twenty-seven miles an hour. I don't even know how fucking fast yeah. it goes. The last thirty minutes of this movie is like. Here's all this information all of a sudden. Here's all this stuff right now. The first hour of this movie. Three miles per hour, maybe. It's it's just like slow burn. We get it. Something creepy is going on. So I had someone ask me how this was. And the term I use is Mm -hmm. creepingly slow. Because it, it, it... there are some people that really like that slow burn that gets to the frenetic end. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. Like for example, there's that happens in um in a lot of Thai West films, like the, the House of the Devil. That that has that yeah. that's my problem with it. And that's my problem with the creeping. You know? You know, um, like I said, I it was so slow at the beginning. Oh, at yeah. the beginning, I'm like literally almost check. I'm che- started checking my phone. I know. I, I had to actually. I actually had to rewind it a few times. I'm like, put my phone down. Need to rewind it because I was able to get my phone because nothing's yeah, I was fucking happening. Attention. Now I need to. I need to sit down. I need to pay attention to what the fuck's going yeah, on in this yeah. movie. Um, how this was number one out of all the things I watched. I know at Panic. Fest, I know. I have no idea. Yeah, because I saw literally. S- I think there's like at least three movies I can think of that I watched on the Panic Fest, mm-hmm. and I think I only watched five. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I think it's better than this one. Um, the ending, though. I mean, the ending was great. Leave, the The ending was the ending was great, and that's what made up this movie because it leaves you with a shock factor. Of what went on, yeah. of what occurs in this movie, mm-hmm. and that shock factor fucks you up enough at the end that you're like, okay, I got some deep thoughts about it. But then if you go back and just think about the movie as a whole, yeah, then it's like, man, that took a long time <laughs> to get to that. And to be honest, they could have hinted at that many a times earlier in the or foreshadowed it yeah. earlier in the film. And it have been okay. It, it and then do the big, the big, because it was like a twist of a twist of a twist. Yeah, it was. Right. And, yeah, and I, I think that you know, like, for example, my wife was was doing a doing Potter, and she came out and just finished it up. She's like, "How was it?" I'm like, "The ending helped. <laughs> like the ending does help in bringing this something worth watching." But man, it's it takes a long time to get to the stuff you want to know about. There's stuff that's that's crazy. And that's the problem with the creeping. Like, I, I know a lot of people were like, such a deep movie. And I, I understand that some people will have probably some really deep feelings from their personal life 
tied into yeah, this. Yeah. And I get that. I get that. Yeah, yeah. I one hundred percent get that. The ending of this movie saved this movie, mm-hmm. but I I think what happened is that it shocked so many people. Like boom, boom, boom. Here's all the facts. Like here's all the the, the things, and it's like. You learn one thing. Five minutes later, you learn the next thing. Five minutes later, you learn the next thing. If you spread all that out mm-hmm. during the entire film and done it like reverse, yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying? that'd be cool. Like the first, the first major um, thing that happens, the first major drama, uh, dra- uh, trauma mm-hmm. that happens. If you take that and make that the last thing, that's the surprise trauma, mm-hmm. and then reverse those other two and have the the other two traumas in order. Yeah. Then put that one at the end. Boom. Yeah, it, it was it was weird because they crammed all that stuff at the very end, and I feel like they could have done mm-hmm. they could have done differently. Uh, you're right. I didn't think about how they could have improved it. Um, but then again, I'm not Jamie Hooper. <laughs> but but no 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 I'm I'm not a filmmaker I'm not a writer I'm just saying from my perspective yeah. of how I view this movie because I think they they just shoved it all in at the last thirty minutes there was a lot of dialogue and a lot of uh, goofy special effects just all of a sudden at the end and if you would have spread that out more I think this movie would have been a lot more. But because they didn't, and they kind of just shoved it all in at the back end, it's like, it's like you know, it's kind of like me. You know, I have an ugly face. I don't have any muscles, but I have a nice ass. Oh yeah. And because of that nice ass, I go up to about a six or a seven. Pow. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, like it's it's um it's like a family drama. It's it's weird. It's it's long. But it's not really that long, you know. It it just took too long to get to it, but we do like the ending. We do like the acting, and it's fantastic. And it's probably wide release at some point. Uh, the creeping and the poster is old school as hell, man. Yeah, which is, kind of like The Shining or something, right? <laughs> like yeah, it does. Yeah, it reminds me of old school like horror movies. Yeah. Like it's like man. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, that that's the that's the. I mean, do we really have much else to say about the creeping? No, I really don't. Okay, I, don't, real, I, real quick, you, I mean, without you, without ruining what the uh, any of the any of the spoilers mm-hmm. in this movie because it is the whole that thirty minutes at the end is just one big spoiler, mm-hmm. and and the other movie that's going to be difficult to talk about is going to be the next movie we're reviewing, Doctor Strange, because that whole damn movie is a spoiler. Yeah, we we uh, give our so, general thoughts on that one. We're warning you. Get out the fucking. If you guys don't want to know anything else about it, we are fucking podcast right now because we're gonna spoil the fuck out of that movie. Yeah. So, um. Anyway, uh. Yeah. Let me read some quotes yeah. from it. There ain't many because yeah, it was, it was kind of slow, quiet movie. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, uh, Dad, can you tell me a scary story? You must not take it personally, Anna. She doesn't ever remember me either. There was a song he always played, always danced to. They all knew it was his song. She's the only family I have. I just want to keep her safe. I am not supposed to talk about it. Little birds hear everything here. Knowing my life because her death always 
always hurts me. Do you believe in life after death? This house will be the death of me. Leave, leave, leave now. It's not a sin to be busy. There is something in this house and it doesn't know what it is. Each one of us is ultimately responsible for our own sins. What makes us human is not being good, but choosing to be good. You were supposed to protect us, but instead you destroyed our family. All right, man. Uh, Chris, give me a number. 3.6, maybe? Uh, I go 3.4 on this one, man. I, uh, I really think... And I don't know, new writers, you know, I'm just trying to give them, you know, yeah. some, some information. I'm not trying to be a dick. Um, just uh, don't put everything in the last 30 minutes of your movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's a, it, it, you could have spread it out. There was plenty of options to throw it in, throw in that little trauma and make this just one big ass trauma film. Yeah, and, it's, uh, I think it would have been better. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a, that's a bit the issue with it. It's it's just it couldn't it couldn't maintain, right? It just couldn't, and that's the problem. I, I just wanted it to be. I, I wanted it to be a lot better than it was, and it wasn't. And I just I'm upset in so many ways. I <laughs> cried last night I'm sorry, after Paul. watching it. I'm sorry, Pastor. And then I I went home. Oh, I was at home because we could only watch this at home. Um, but yeah, I I really love the twist. I love the twist. Yeah. I love the three twist or the five twist. I don't know how many twists ex- exactly, but sure. yeah, I just could. There was a couple twists, and that was cool. The ending saved it, like you said. But yeah, it was really slow. It was it was good. I just think they should have took in the. Um, those main dramas, traumas, and just uh, popped them out there a little bit. More. Yeah, spread spread it up a bit. Like so, you're hungering for the next plot point. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's that's the movie, and there's no Rotten Tomato score because it's again not unreleased, new thing. So uh, we'll I'm sure we'll hear about it being released somewhere. Uh, but do you got news, man? Man, for the first time in like six years, I get to fucking finally do a news segment. I know. Here we go. Let's do some news. This is the movies that don't suck and some of the news. I'm going to read stuff to Chris. He's going to like it and he's not going to bitch about it or I will kick him in the nuts. Um, can, can, can I, can I uh, start out with one piece of my own? One piece that I want to... Yeah, what do you got, bro? So, uh... You guys know if you look back in the feed, I did speak to the group from Reviewer, and I just found out the Reviewer will be on Shutter June twenty third. So uh, if you guys have Shutter, which you should, uh, June twenty third is when Reviewer will be released. So fucking go watch it, and then come back to the podcast, listen to the episode where I interview people about it. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's all I wanted to say about that. Did he really? Did is there's nothing else you wanted to say? Uh, the movie's great. I love Reviewer. I really do. It's a great movie, um, and I can't wait for you to watch it. I really can't. I'm so excited for you. 
Mm-hmm. I'm so excited you need to watch it for the first time. You know what I mean? Like, if you're watching a movie and you're telling someone about it, and you're like, I envy you because you get to watch it for the first time. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean, but I don't know what you're saying. Because you're busy bringing stuff up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can see your eyes glaze over. Let's talking. get into it. Okay, let's do it. Let's get into it. Right. That's awesome. That's awesome. I feel great for those guys. Uh, great interview we have with those guys. Uh, Chris does in person. He peed himself twice. That's why almost did. Almost did. Dude, I really did. I had to pee like really bad. You, 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 you are you are insane. <laughs> um, all right. So first, Michelle Pfeiffer is to lead Wild Four O'Clocks for the Batman writer Peter Craig and La La Land Drive. Producers. The film about two young brothers sent to live with their larger-than-life grandmother marks the directorial debut of Greg, who also worked on Top Gun Maverick. So Michelle Pfeiffer's going right? to be like Michelle Pfeiffer's going to be a grandmother, probably the grandma, because she's because she's older than thirty-five. So I guess she's a grandma. She's a gilf and everything. <laughs> she's a gilf. If you're above thirty-five in Hollywood, oh yeah, you're, it means yeah. you're really old. Yeah, if you're thirty-six, you are ancient. In Hollywood, which is crazy, you know. Uh, Neon has bought the rights to the Jessica Jestain and Hathaway thriller Mother, uh, the psychological thriller, a remake of the 2018 Belgium film Duels, is being fully financed by Anton with the and will launch in internationally sales and cans. So I guess they already cons and then then they. Uh... They bought it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean that's cool. Yeah, this movie is set uh, for everybody who doesn't know what it's based off. It's set in, in the early '60s. Mother's instinct sees Justine and Hathaway playing Alice and Celine, two 1960s housewives, best friends and neighbors who live in an apparently identical uh, traditional lifestyle with manicured lawns, successful husbands, and sons of the same age. But when a tragic accident shatters the perfect harmony of their lives, guilt, suspicion and paranoia begin to unravel their sisterly bond and a darker side of maternal instinct emerges. Of course I'm going to see that. All yeah, fucking yeah, day, bro. Yeah, yeah. All day, bro. Yeah, just all just day I'm going to see Jane that. Just as Chastain and Hathaway, I'll watch it all day. All day. All day. The writer of Moon Knight, mm-hmm. Jeremy Slater, okay. would like to tell everybody, as in his final interview for Moon Knight since that ended last week, yeah, uh, that Mortal Kombat 2 is almost written. Almost written, so that they get the like, story on, I guess. Like yeah. the beats. We better yeah. be going to it's fucking really Underworld. Fun. We better go. Better be going to fucking Underworld and this shit. You know? It's really fun so far. We're more than halfway through the script. I'm working really closely with the director studios, the game guys. I think I can't say anything about that, the actual story, but I think they definitely learned some lessons in the last time around in terms of here's the stuff. Fans, uh, fans responded to, and here's what people liked out of the movie, and here's the stuff that didn't work as well as what we hope. So we're really looking to take a bigger chance at this and get everything right that worked in the first. One. It's good to hear that they're actually taking the fans and the opinions into the second movie. So a lot of times they'll do what they uh, they'll do what they do, and they they're like, oh, we already wrote, directed, and shot the second one. We're not changing a thing about it. You're like, then why would I see it? You know. Um, but yeah, I'm, so uh, the censor board got to finally see Toxic Avenger and give it its rating. What is it? The new star filled reboot with Kevin Bacon, Elijah Wood, Peter Dinklage, 
has got a hard R, almost NC-17 rating oh, for yes. gore and graphic nudity. That's what oh we want. Oh my god, I can't wait. It's it, that's how it should be, right? Like that's exactly what you wanted, and yeah, I I know that you're excited. I'm excited. Let's 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 all get let's naked and, and touch ourselves already. <laughs> um. Emily Blunt is the star in David Yates' criminal conspiracy pick called Pain Hustlers. Production is ready to start on August 22nd. Pain Hustlers produced by Lawrence Gray through his Gray Matter Productions. Um, the film is written by Wells Tower, the true American. Tells the story of a high school dropout who lands a job with a failing pharmaceutical startup in a Florida strip mall. She capitalizes on the company into the high life and finds herself at the center of a criminal conspiracy with deadly consequences. Oh, well, I'll watch that. I mean, only one. Yeah, it's Emily Blunt. I mean, David Blunt. Yates, too. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, David Yates, Emily. Lionsgate has just sealed a deal exclusively to one streaming service until all the way through 2024. Lionsgate? Did you go with Paramount Plus? Is that what happened? Nope. It's not HBO Max. Is no. it? What is it? No. It's your peacock, cock, cock. Oh, okay. Your peacock, okay. cock, Makes cock. Sense. So John Wick for the unbearable weight of massive talent. Um, uh, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. The Ballad of the uh, Songbirds and Snakes. It's Spindle Fords. The Borderlands movie. A uh, Hunger Games prequel. Um, like all they, these movies. They do the Hunger Games. Did you know Hunger Games prequel? Yeah, dude. I told you about that like a year ago. Okay, fine. <laughs> Do you want me to write everything down? I tell you, just so you can review it. I'm just gonna post it up suddenly inside my skull about that. But talking about Paramount Plus, because of a movie that made a lot of money this year, they're trying to bring back an old classic to TV. They're gonna start a new Jackass TV series. Yeah, I heard about this. Is it gonna be the same actors or different people or what? Oh, man. Based off the success of Jackass, they're working on the creators to continue the partnership. The new series bringing out more ridiculous annex straight to Paramount. Uh, I'm trying to see. I'm not sure John Cast members in the new Jackass TV series have not yet been confirmed. Okay, because Johnny Nashville can't do much anymore. Like he's need to fucking calm down. No, they're dead, man. I mean, I mean, I know Steve-O might do a thing or two, but all of them got enough money that they're not going to do much. Well, I mean, like I know that Johnny Nashville, he's just crazy, man. He just does stuff all the time. You know, like like he'll do things just because he thinks it's fun. You know, right? Um, a new movie, Maria, starring Felicity Jones and Jonathan Bailey. It's uh, made by Simon Amstels. It's mm-hmm. a comedy film. Jones will star as Maria, a young woman with a history of running from reality. According to Deadline's exclusive reports, uh, Maria struggles to accept her age, her boyfriend's love, and father's indifference. When Maria spots an opportunity to feel young, accessible, and desirable at her father's wedding, she meets Rafi, her new stepbrother. They're unmistakably... If inconveniently sexual chemistry is made worse by the news that her father has been diagnosed with a terminal illness. Okay. <laughs> I guess. I, mean, I don't even know what to say to that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's an interesting piece of news you flipped through me. Can we talk about the Avatar 2 trailer? 
The what? Avatar 2 oh, Dude, I'm, you, why do you do this? Sorry, I, I, why do you do this? Do you, do you think I don't sit here and put things in order for a specific reason? All right, I'll just go slam my head in the door. I'll be right back. <laughs> go slam it. I literally sit here and put everything in order to specifically talk about things. Sorry. So then we have high points during everything. The absolutely next fucking story I was going to talk about is the Avatar Way of Water trailer racks up over 148 million views in its first 24 hours. Did you look at it when it came out? Uh, twice. Maybe three times. So, I I don't know if it's just me, but I couldn't give a fuck less about the Avatar movies. Like, like these other ones coming out. I couldn't care less. No. Is it just me? Is it- I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know why everybody care. I don't know who cares. Like who wanted this? Like it made so much money. It made so much money at the theater, and I went and seen it. And I was like, okay, cool. Dances with wolves. I, I can't only really people. think that, the, that this is for the international market because I really don't care, man. I don't care about the <laughs> Avatar, and like the first one was okay, but it wasn't like the shit. And I, I feel like it's been also too long. Since the first one, for us to care about it, and also, it also the 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 CGI is kind of shitty. <laughs> like it doesn't look that good. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe it'll, do maybe it. it'll be good, but I'm I'm really just like I'm like who gay who cares anymore? Because they're done with the third third one. I care, Chris. Okay, and they're doing the fourth care? one. Why? Why do you care? Because it's going to be the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> you know it. I know it. So James Cameron thinks. All right, let's talk about some more interesting things. Okay, like a sequel we do care about. Okay, all right, ready, ready, ready. Dirty Dancing sequel finds a director. Jennifer Grey has signed on to return. So this isn't like Dirty Dancing Heaven and Nights. This is like original cast. No, this is an actual sequel. Okay, it's not a remake. It's a sequel. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I don't know what more I want to know about that. <laughs> you know, Halle Berry teams up with Crawl director for a horror thriller, Motherland. Oscar-winning actress Halle Berry and acclaimed horror film maker Alexandra Ajay are teaming up for the supernatural thriller Motherland at Lionsgate. Motherland will chart the story of a mother and her twin sons who have been tormented by an evil spirit for years. When one of the boys questions whether the evil is real, the family's sacred bond is broken and becomes a fight for survival. Fucking killer. <laughs> All that, um, killer. Yeah, uh, but, you know... Should we miss them out on making the other horror film that we all want to see? Catwoman 2. (laughs) (laughs) Jack Harlow, the rapper. Yeah, I know about Jack Harlow. Has been casted as the white man and white men can't jump. He's very charming. He's very charming. Oh, no, the dude, like, went to town for this. He goes, you know, I did the work to get it. I put the time in with the script. I sat with it. I considered things. I tried to be egoless uh, during the audition, take notes, do what I had to do, and I just want to kill it. I just want to be good and want to do everything I can to make it. I think this is a bad choice, and I think it should be someone like Pete Davidson or, like, John Mulaney. Or Bill uh, Burr. Oh, okay. Or... Well, so I think Bill Burr is a little too old for it. And so when Pete Davidson is a little too ambiguous, like race sort of thing. Um, but uh, 
but I could see, I could see, um, I could always see John Mulaney in, in, in the role, but I think they want someone younger. John Mulaney. Yeah. John Mulaney would be great. I love John Mulaney. I love him so much. I think, need, I think you need the white comedian like you had with, uh, with Woody Harrelson. I think yeah. that's what made the movie. But I think John Mulaney's but, a, a little too white. I gotta be honest. <laughs> He's a little too white to do it. But, uh, have you ever seen a uh, Reacher? Jack Reacher. Yeah, I saw on that. Amazon yeah. Prime. No, no, I saw. No, I actually saw the Jack Reacher that Tom Cruise was on. I didn't see the Reacher. Okay, see the Reacher. not yeah. the new, not the new one with Alan Richardson. No, no, I haven't seen that. It's actually really good. I heard it's, it's great. Uh, I heard it's great. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw, I saw two. I've seen three episodes. I, I haven't seen much, but yeah. I've put it on and I've watched. There's one episode where he gets arrested in a diner and he doesn't talk for the entire episode because the cops are like, "Give us information," and he's just like. So does he dress cooler than the Tom Cruise one? Because Tom Cruise couldn't look too less. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, the Tom Cruise looked like a square the whole movie. Well, I mean that that was Tom Cruise. This is uh, Alan Richardson. And if you don't know who Alan Richardson people are, is uh, you can go back to Smallville. He played one of the greatest superheroes of all time, Aquaman. Okay. Um, you know, you know, uh, Chris's favorite superhero. Um, and he played the blonde-haired, blue-eyed Aquaman. You know, yeah. so the original, but um, he has just signed a three movie deal with Amazon to play Reacher. Okay, Jack Reacher, let's let's see. I guess. Yeah, man, I all for him. Uh, he's a, he just seems like a nice guy too. I've seen him at several cons mm-hmm. where everybody was just like, like he seemed like he was just like hanging out I more than it. he was signing autographs. You know what I'm I saying? It. I get it. So I like that kind of stuff. Uh, David the Company is to write, direct, star in the adaptation of his own novel, oh my God. Bucky Fucking Dent. Okay. Uh, like, if you, it's nice to be able to option your own novel and then do everything in it. You know, so Yeah, so the, the story, if you guys don't know, is set in New York during 1978. Follows an aimless 30-something named Ted who moves back in with his father, Marty, who's going to be played by Dave, um, after learning of his terminal illness. Marty is looking to make up for lost time, but his health seems to deteriorate whenever his beloved Red Sox lose a game, a conditioner failure to Boston sports fans of the air. With help from a crew of neighborhood old-timers, Marina Marty's grief counselor, Ted orchestrates an anchored plan to provide the uh, illusion of a Sox winning streak to keep Marty's spirit up. This is super wholesome, actually. Yeah, right? I'm down. Yeah. I thought it'd be about uh, hookers and blow, you know? Because that's what David Cody's known for. <laughs> yep. Uh, Gabby Petito. Uh, is it Petito? Petito? Petito, yeah. The woman that disappeared yeah. uh, uh, in the National Park. Mm-hmm. She was found dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. the guy that, yeah, yeah, you know, okay. Um. Is going to Lifetime is the one that got it. I don't know about that. But here's the good thing. Thora Birch is going to direct it. I like Thora Birch. So, like, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm for it and against it at the same time. I don't really think they need to move it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's a Lifetime, though, movie. So, I mean, we're all going to... Um... Crowd around. <laughs> oh, yeah, another sequel. Blake Lively and Anna Kendrick is happening a simple favor. 
Oh, they're doing the, the sequel of that. Nice, nice. Yeah. I like that one. It's happening at Lionsgate and Amazon is mm-hmm. the ones that are going to put. Uh, so I can't wait to see that. Hey, I like that um, first one a lot. Yeah, they made a, like, what what they make? Uh, domestic, they made uh, made $53 million, uh, 90, $97 million, uh, domestically, and then uh, $120 million. You know, we're wide. You know, and plus they probably paid like fifteen million to make it. Yeah, I mean, like I'm trying, I'm trying to think, like, you know, it it sort of it felt like it flew under the radar. You know, a simple favorite, but we really liked it. You know, so I'm all about seeing that. The greatest Batman of all times is going to be in a movie, or uh, he is going to direct it as well. So Michael Keaton. Okay, that's what see George Clooney. Michael Keaton to direct. (laughs) A star in the noir thriller called Knox Goes Away. Michael Keaton will be playing a hitman with dementia. I want to see Michael Keaton do everything, everything all the time. Be everywhere, everything all at once. So. It, it, now, this is what it is. It's uh, fast-moving from dementia, um, but it's like redeeming calling? himself by living saving the life of his estranged adult son, but to do so, he must race against the police closing in on him as well as the ticking clock of his own rapidly deteriorating mind. So this is um, a noir? I know it doesn't say comedy. I have not seen the word comedy anywhere. I guess it would be out of poor taste to make a comedy about dementia. Right? Yeah, it's written by uh, Gregory Poirier, uh, Reswood, uh, who did uh, Rosewood and Missing. Um, so, hey. Last but not least, here it is. You want to talk about sequels, Chris? I got the sequel right for you right now. Are you I'm ready? I'm listening, dude. No, no better. Nothing better could be better than this announcement right now. No sequel. No sequel. No continuation in the Marvel Universe. No continuation in the DC Universe. No, nothing is better than this. Are you ready for this shit? Give it, and give I'm it being to me. Serious here. I'm being really shit it serious. Out. Right Come now, on, dude, spit it out, dude. History of the World: The Sequel by Mel Brooks has cast, including, and let me read this fucking list, bro. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yes, yes. Steve Martin, Natasha Lyon. All right, that's the beginning. Let's go all the way down here. Malcolm Berry, Jillian Bell, Darcy Carden, Rod Cordy, Rob Hoffman, uh, Robbie Hoffman, Ateria Jore, Joe Mandy, Wendy McLoney Covey, Seth Rogen, J.B. Smooth, David Wynn. Now let's go down lower. Adam Sandler, <laughs> Martin Short, Ted Danson, Tim Robinson, Komo Janaji, Kiki Palmer, Michael Keaton, Johnny Knoxville, Taki Wahidi, Danny DeVito. And let's go lower. Holly Stanfield, Dove Cameron, Jacob Erlo, Charles Melton, Zazie Betts, Idina Menzel, Pam Oliver, Tara Lebisky, all have signed up for this fucking movie. That's like a bigger, that's bigger than a fucking. Wes Anderson cast. I mean, it's literally a Mel Brooks movie made today. I'm so happy to see J.B. Smoove in that cast. Actually, I'm pretty happy about that. I, I get that shit, but it's the history of the world, part two, man. Part two. Part two, the sequel. Like, Mel Bro- how is Mel Brooks going to do something in this day and age? He's, he's, like, he's like 95 or something, right? Yeah, I know, but I mean, have you ever? Do you think he could do Blazing Saddles today? No. Yeah, 
Exactly. Is that how it's going to go, Chris? We'll see what happens. I mean, <laughs> we can see. But man, that that one's just. I'm super excited. Mel Brooks making a sequel to History of the World. Uh, besides that, dude, let's wrap it up. Let's get started. I'm ready to talk some motherfucking Marvel. Can, can we real quick? I want to talk about the um, Amber Heard trial thing, the Johnny Depp thing. Really? What, what do you want to talk about? I want, over, to talk about? Should, over, she got her bed. She's an abusive asshole that beat up a guy. And hold, hold on. It's uh, I want to do a little administrative details. You mentioned those divorce trials, defamation trials, so right there. And uh, whatever. And we still have two more weeks of deliberations, I think. Right? Whatever. All right, cool. Whatever. Sorry. You told me you were gonna you told me you were gonna talk about Amber Heard and you didn't then you so, did. Sorry. Alright. That's the movies don't suck and some of them don't news. Now let's talk the big movie of the week. You said you're gonna talk the Amber Heard and then you didn't. You didn't. Well, so, you I, I just want uh, you know, I don't know. I don't have much to say about it. What do you want to talk about? Give 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 your give your minute. What do you want? That's it, man. I just I, I don't I don't have an opinion on it. They're both probably awful people, like in real life. We don't know. Uh, but they're definitely a toxic together. So I don't know. I mean, I wish at this time we could play Britney Spears "Toxic." <laughs> you toxic, don't let me on. Anyway. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, no, it just sounds like she's as abusive as Johnny Depp's mom was to her dad, to his dad. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just. Yeah, that's whatever, man. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, mm-hmm. you want to just get into the movie that were that were that you're dying to do? All right, uh, yes. All right, fix the. Board. We have about an hour of this before we even start getting to the end of it. <laughs> All right, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, directed by the great, great Sam Raimi. If you guys don't know who Sam Raimi is, where the fuck you been? Evil Dead. That's all. Do I need to say anything else? Uh, yeah, Spider Man. People. I need to Spider Man. Okay. Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3 with Toby, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. You gotta say more, man. There's, Drag there's me to hell. so much more. Drag me to hell. There's so much more. Drag me to hell. Dark Man. There's like, you know, The Grudge, The Unholy, Don't Breathe, Uma, uh, Ash vs. The Evil Dead, which is a great Showtime show that was on for three years. Uh, Poltergeist, the, the remake of the 2015. I mean, this Iggy, Iggy guy Pop, Cold is, Metal, that music video? That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, this guy is Sam Ramy. He is, uh, he is a man. He's a man's man. He introduced the world to the great Bruce Campbell. But this all, this is written by Michael Drewald. Bruce Campbell. Uh, it's written by Mark. Uh, I'm sorry. Written by uh, Michael Waldron. He's no stranger to Marvel Universe. You know, he he worked on stuff like Loki. You know, bringing all that stuff back uh-huh. in. Uh, this stars. The amazing, beautiful Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Stephen Strange. He used my friends to control me. Uh, this also stars Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda Maximoff. I, I was online. Um, this stars a uh, uh, Sochi. You didn't even let her say a sentence, dude. You didn't uh, she said, let her say she says she's online. You're, you just suck at the. You need to go a whole sentence. <laughs> All right. <What's> <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. Uh, we also got um, Sochi Gomez as America Chavez. Richie, hello, darling. I was just calling. Okay, so you said uh, stop that, darling. Okay, uh, we also got um, Rachel McAdams as Doctor Christine Palmer, 
And, uh, you know, a bunch of other people. We also had Chido Ajifor as Baron Mordo and Benedict Wong as Wong. What I'm saying is I could if I was weird. And this is a weird city. Why would anyone do that to a human heart? Okay, so there are some other people uh, that are in this thing. I don't want to talk about them until we actually get this for part, right? Like there's some yeah, because you can't really because there's so much. Okay, the, the thing about these kind of movies now is the fact that all right, you want to read the storyline really quick? <laughs> yeah, let me read the storyline because I, I I've already heard reviews of just the storyline uh-huh. of this movie yeah. from other people. Yeah, and they're like, this doesn't even explain the movie at all. All right. Storyline. Dr. Stephen Strait casts a forbidden spell that opens the doorway to the multiverse, which was in Spider-Man No Way Home, including alternative versions of himself whose threat to humanity is too great for the combined forces of Strange, Wong, and Wanda Maximoff. Yeah, this that's not the, is not, not at the, all not the movie. No, not at all. It's not a, Okay. How can I do it without spoiling anything? Give me a second. Um... New character, America, America Chavez, is stuck in between multiverses, needs Dr. Strange's help to get back to her place in time and help so all the multiverses don't implode on themselves. Yeah, it's something called an incursion. The incursion. No, incursions. I think, oh, yeah. That happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's the thing that we'll get into the spoiler. Let's talk about, let's just talk about acting, movie, story, not not really story, but what would we thought. So Sam Raimi directed this, and his fingerprint is all over this thing. Uh, mm. Slight horror movie. This has yeah, such, so many horror movie. Oh, yeah. Tropes There's there. a scene that you can even see in the trailer. Uh, where Wanda's walking and she has like blood half on her yeah. and she like takes an Ultron skull and just crushes it with yeah. her hand. Yeah. And it's like, cool. All right, <laughs> people, I want you to know, I am a big comic book fan. I'm a huge comic book fan. If you ever came to the uh, podcast before, you know that. Um, but this movie, we're in the deep cuts now. We're in, we're in, we're in a level where it's hard for me to figure out all the information. I think that's a, that's going to be a problem for a lot are, of people. Uh, that, that, would be the, that would be the price of mission for a lot of people, I think. Yeah, like um, the new character, America Chavez. All right, She's in the movie. She's a character that was literally created like 10 years ago. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, she's not. She's not like, uh, she's, uh, I think, September 11th. Uh, September 2011. Yeah. Wow, that's was when that's she was really made. new. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. So these, these we're not dealing with just the classics, Hulk, Thor, Captain America, you know, stuff like that. Now we're dealing with the new next generation, the new generation. And I know, I know why I think they're doing that, but I'm not gonna sit there and that's a spoiler part. That's okay. not a okay, cool. But um, this movie, okay, Benedict. Elizabeth Olsen. Let's talk about them because, uh, well, Elizabeth, it's Benedict Elizabeth Olsen, ben, uh, Benedict Wong, and uh, Gomez. Mm-hmm. 
Well, no, I mean, uh, Rachel, those... McA- Rachel McAdams is in this quite a bit. Yeah, Rachel McAdams too. Great, so Kristen the five Palmer. of them, Christine, yeah, are are yeah are the uh, carriers of this movie. Are the people that are the movie? Mm-hmm, like sure. everything else is crazy wackiness, and of course it it is. It's in the multiverse of madness. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, you're gonna get your wizard stuff, your dark magic. You're gonna get, but the thing is, this moves not just this story of Wanda and Doctor Strange and all that, but it moves the entire MCU in such more of a direction because I'm pretty sure I know what their next big crossover movie is going to be. Well, we'll talk about that. In we'll morning. talk about that in the So let's section. talk about the movie itself. Let's just like give your mm-hmm. general thoughts on it. It's too, it's, it's short for a Marvel movie, it's two hours, six minutes. Yeah, it's only two hours. <laughs> I thought I was going to be there for five and a half hours. I know, like the, the other ones. Two so, hours. Sam Raimi did a really good job of keeping it uh, concise, and he gave it the that horror flair that he's so good at. Um, so, like, I mean, Sam Raimi, I'm going to watch anything he does, and this is no exception. Uh, you know, the thing about Benedict, he slips in the character. He's great as, he's great as Dr. Stephen Strange. Like uh, I don't know if you saw an interview with him. He's able. He, he was doing it. He's he was seamlessly going out of the English accent into the uh, American accent, and he says that when he got upset, it was hard to go back into his English accent. <laughs> he said that he, he loved being, uh, playing Doctor Strange's voice so much. So he's great. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen, fantastic. She's always good in everything she does. It's- oh my gosh! And the thing is about this, people, and I, I, I a lot of times I'll be like. Oh, you don't need Disney Plus, you know, blah blah blah. But the thing is, you really kind of do need to watch WandaVision. Oh, one hundred percent. Like, yeah, if yeah. you haven't watched WandaVision yet, uh, watch that and then go see this because it, it they intertwine quite a bit. I didn't expect it, but they did intertwine quite a bit. Um, Benedict Wong is Wong. I love Wong. I love him. I want to give him a hug every time I see him. So it's good to see him. Oh my god. Like Wong made an appearance in Shang uh, Shang Chi, yeah, where right? he was fighting Abomination in the Steel Cage. Great, <laughs> you know, great little you know spark or whatever, and he pops up at the end or whatever. And uh, I love Wong. Yeah. I am a big fan of Benedict Wong. I like his character. I like the character he is. It's just to give him a hug, man. Like just a giant hug. Wong. Yeah, like in general. In general, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like if I saw him in person, I'd be afraid I'd get arrested because I'd be the guy walking up to him going. Oh yeah, you come just come here, Wong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and you gonna have a hug. We're gonna uh, we're gonna love each other. Also, uh, Rachel McAdams. Hey, it was good to see her. <laughs> like she was in this a lot, you know. Yeah, and um, I mean, she became um a vital part of the Doctor Strange character, um, because in the comics she's kind of uh uh his you know his helper. Yeah, yeah. Is the best way to say it, mm-hmm. and um. I am going to give one spoiler to people right now in this part okay. for the spoiler. Okay. Just because I feel like it's okay to give this spoiler. It's a Sam Raimi film. We all know who popped up, right? We all get that Bruce Campbell popped up in this movie. That was a... Okay, yeah. We'll keep, yeah. Keep, keep an eye out for Bruce Campbell. We're going to say we did, but he's in this, and he's great. Yeah, yeah. But Bruce Campbell pops up, and to be honest... At this point, I really think there should be a thing where Bruce Campbell should now be in every Marvel movie. I agree like with you. I agree with you. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with I you think on that. Bruce Campbell 
take that over. Because Bruce Campbell, it's always just the light to see. He's the shit. I like, love Bruce Campbell. He's like that crazy uncle that drinks one too many beers at the family reunion. Yeah. And you still love him for it. He's, so. still, he's still looking great, too. You know? <laughs> Dude, he's Bruce Campbell. Uh, also, uh, Sochi Gomez. Sochi Gomez. I, 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 she's in every Marvel movie from now on. I'm all about it. Yeah, Sochi Gomez, uh, really great. She played a uh, counter to uh, Scott uh, to Doctor Strange or mm-hmm. Cumberbatch a lot. And man, they chemistry. It was great. They everybody knew their roles in this movie, and they just had so much fun. I really think this is what happened. This is what happened. Mm-hmm. This is where we need to get this movie from point A to point B in the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. This is where we need to be at the end of this movie, and this is where we're starting at. Here you guys go. Have fun. Yeah, it's to me, it's not the best of the Marvel and, movies. It's like second tier, you know, as opposed to like stuff like, uh, I guess, the first Avengers or uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. But it's good. It's good. I like it. But it's to me, it's, I think the only reason it's second tier to people is because now we're used to it. Okay. We're used because the amount of surprises, the amount of cameos, the amount of, you know, um, of of spoiler people popping up in this fucking movie. If you did not scream like a little schoolgirl when any of these happen, then that tells me either one of two things. One, you're just too spoiled by these movies now. (laughs) They just need to stop, bring it back. Don't give you any fucking cool shit for a whole two, three movies. (laughs) Fuck you. You don't get shit. Uh, But no, that's not to say I didn't like it, man. You're acting like I was shitting on it. To me, it's it's a good movie. I liked it. And Marvel makes great movies, okay? It's just, it's not my top four, you know? Well, I mean, that's okay. I get that. I mean, yeah, if you're going to go top yeah, top four. So, like, like I'm not saying this is a bad movie. I'll put it in my top ten, though. I'll put it in my top ten. Okay. I mean, this has a lot of cool stuff in it, but I got to say, man, like, like I said, it, when I say top tier, it's not my top four or five, but it's a good movie because Marvel doesn't make bad movies, dude. They don't. It's truth. Like, I mean, sorry, Man, didn't. It doesn't make bad movies? So Marvel doesn't make bad movies. Okay. Um, it's so, like, oh, uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm, that's on Marvel. I, from, say, say, our, I mean, I was like, I don't know, did you see Spider Man 3? No, also, uh, I'm in, I'm in more like, uh, like Marvel, the MCU. I MCU, Iron Man up, they make pretty good movies, you know. And so, I'm saying this is not a bad movie by any means, but it's just not, it's not my favorite top five, but it's a good movie. And if you like Marvel movies, you're gonna like this movie a lot, I think. A lot, yeah, and then. You want to you want to say hey guys? You want to give our scores or do you, I want to do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get our let's get the quotes out of the way. Mm-hmm. Let's get some scores because man, we got spoilers for a fucking mile and a half okay. here, bro. <laughs> here we go. I, I literally, I, I'm trying so hard not to spoil any of this. He's the source supreme. Yeah, I was preoccupied being dust for five years. <laughs> it would have never worked out because Stephen. You have to always be holding a knife. I'm not going to kill you, kid. I just bust my ass to save you. So, like, does he shoot Webb out of his butt? <laughs> I laughed so hard at that. So the dream, that Venture Brothers, 
called Black Widow. Venture Brothers have a Spider-Man character called Black Widow. Oh, they do. That literally is shoots web out of his butt. That's hilarious. Anyway, um, so the dream of when I'm naked running from clowns, that's real? (laughs) Oh, you better come help us because it's going to get you back in the lunchbox. (laughs) Yeah. You break the rules and become a hero. I do it, and I become the enemy. Choose your words wisely. Fate of the multiverse might depend on it. Got it. No pressure at all. I am not a monster. I'm a mother. Every night, the same dream. Every morning, the same nightmare. If you're a taker, why don't you take some mustard? Our reality is 838, and yours is called 616. Mm -hmm. The Illuminati will see you now. (laughs) This isn't a tomb. It's a throne. We will see what kind of Doctor Strange you really are. He had to hold the knife and it killed a trillion people. Open sesame. This time it's going to take more than killing me to kill me. I'm glad I fell into your universe. Good. That's it. That's all I can read. Uh, what's your score? What's your score? Uh, this is a 4.2. It wasn't that as good as No Way Home. It did not have that for me, but I liked it because it felt like a Doctor Strange story. And you know why? Why? Again, not using the shit I fucking used up this whole time. So, uh, one, let's just go ahead and change that to what Doctor Strange looks like in the real world. Yeah. More like that. Oh, yeah. Well, see how that looks? Well, you, got, you, you can't see behind her. They make her thing small. Oh, okay. That's the thing. Well, we can't make the screen smaller. So here, I'll just pop that right there. That's what that one looks okay. like. This is Steve Ditko, Jack Kirby, okay. Steve, uh, Dr. Strange. Mm-hmm. Do you see how it looks? Yeah. That's what this movie looked like. And that's what and that's why okay. it made me feel happy. See this person right here mm-hmm. in the middle? Yeah. We'll talk about her in a second. Okay. <laughs> anyway. But um. anyway... Uh, it made me feel like this was a Doctor Strange movie. It made me feel like I am actually watching a, the comic book that I grew up with. Okay. And I, I loved it. It made me feel like I'm wa- watching a Steve Ditko, Stan Lee made fucking comic. And uh, because of all the craziness and the weird shit that is never really explained. Here's some weird shit. We're not explaining why. We're not explaining why you get to see this weird shit. We're just going to throw it right in your face. Like, why was there a cow guy just hanging out in the background? <laughs> like, literally, at, the, at a training part with the sorcerers and shit. Random cow guy. If this was 10 years ago, you would have had the whole story would have been half Doctor Strange, half that cow guy, and how the cow guy got there. 
Now, randomly, we just had a cow guy in the back. 3.9 for me. Nice. Yeah, it's so fine. close. Yeah. I get it. You, I, you get it. You're just not a fan of Stan Lee and Steve Ditko. I get it. No, it's just that this is this is a good movie. It's just not up there with the other ones. You know, like no, no, no. I get it. This is this is a Stanley Steve Ditko. I get it. You just don't get it. I understand. Dude, I gave you the good score. I don't know what you're shitting on me for. Oh man, you're gonna have to go to church. Go to church. Take me to church. Um, to church. But um, so uh, like we are a score. I can, we can go. Do you want me to go to Rotten Tomatoes? Then we'll get deep into this thing. All right, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, people gave it uh, 73. 75. Got us off by two. Got uh, dude, yeah. I, I got to be honest, my, my internet's not working over here, and it's, uh, the page closed on me. So you might want to pull What the hell? You might Why is your internet not working? I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I really don't know. Like, I'm talking to you just fine, but it won't pull up, so you might have to do it yourself, and maybe I'll guess it this time. Why, why, why the... All right, all right, then we'll, we're going to go backwards. Did you see what it was? Uh, no, I didn't. I just knew what the credit score was. All right, then we're going to do it backwards for the first time. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, this is going to be great. This is going to be awesome. I don't know All what the credit right. score is. I don't know what the audience score is. The credit score is actually 75. I don't know, I don't know what the audience score is. So, uh, you don't know what the audience score is? No, no I'm going to guess 84. Um, I'm on the wrong Doctor Strange. <laughs> 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 Give me a second. I I went to the uh yeah I went to the wrong Doctor Strange movie. Uh, give me one second. This is what happens, people, when Chris's shit fucks up, and I have to make up for it. Um. All right. So what did you the? So the critic score was seventy five. Yeah, yeah. Critic score seventy five. If I don't. So all right. So what do you think the audience score is? Eighty four. You're close, eighty-seven. That was too far. Eighty-seven. You're only three percent. Is there? Is there? Was the audience? Oh, the audience says Doctor Strange uh, delivers all action and visual excitement you want in a Marvel movie, while taking the franchise in a much darker direction. Okay. Nice. And then the critics' consensus is Doctor Strange labors under the weight of the sprawling MCU by Sam Raimi's distinctive directive casts an entertaining. Spell, yeah, it was entertaining, yeah. Um, so it made me happy in the butt. Product. So, guys, if you guys want to, you guys want to probably fucking jump off here because we're about to spoil the shit out of this movie. So, we're gonna give you, uh, I'll play the outro real quick, and uh, once that's over, me and they're gonna uh, spoil it. So, uh, next week, uh, we're doing the sadness and and uh, and uh, firewatch, fire, fire starter, fire starter. So, yeah. Oh my god, you don't know Stephen King's Firestarter? Yeah, yeah, sorry, man. I haven't I haven't seen the original in years, so Alright, so uh yeah oh, I saw it last night. I actually watched it literally last night. So guys you, st- you stick around, we're gonna spoil it, but if you don't want to spoil it, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah Okay, spoiler time. So going five, four, three, two, one holy shit jim is fucking dr reed richards (laughs) god damn it yes 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 did you scare your wife because last time you yelled she scared the shit out of her she's not here dude okay yeah so pizza pop as well (laughs) i don't care about pizza pop fuck pizza pop 
Don't care that Patrick Stewart returned as Professor X. Don't care if he finally got his yellow fucking floaty chair. Don't give a shit about Black Bolt. Don't give a goddamn about Clea at the end. We finally get John Krensky as fucking Reed Richards. Fuck yes, that means he's Reed Richards for the Fantastic Four movie, meaning his wife, Emily Blunt, is Susan Summers. Bam! You're excited. In your face! That's what you want, right? So, with all these people in this one, it 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 bodes well for the future of the MCU, right? Like, like we now know who Dr. Reed Richards is going to be in Fantastic Four. Um, do you think? Hopefully. Do you think Lashana Lynch will oh, remain? As, do you think that Lashana Lynch is the cut to Marvel? Yeah, it is a multiverse. So okay. Now, right. what, did you, what is your question? So, uh, Captain Marvel is in this. Is Lashana Lynch? Is that going to be her? You think it'll be someone else or? Uh, no, that's Maria Rambo. Okay. All right. Fine. Proton okay. is what her name is in the six one six universe. Okay. Um, but we don't know what universe she came from. Okay. So. I think I broke my wrist. Ow. <laughs> uh, God damn, I might have. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so uh, um, I I want to ask you something about about um, Scarlet Witch. So this um, one, she was basically almost invincible. Has she always been that way? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. So let me let me break this down to you as quickly as possible because mm-hmm. I've been trying to figure out how to do this. Um, I wrote down like a huge paragraph. All right. Where do I start? All right. So in the comics, the earth was controlled by elder gods. Most powerful and evil ones were called Cthone. He was the first dark magician and started chaos magic. Chaos magic is what Scarlet Witch uses every time that red shit comes out. Elder gods turn into demons and monsters, except for one named Gia, who becomes the spirit of the earth. Um, she gave birth to the god eater named Adam with a T. With a T. <laughs> Adam, get it? She created Adam. Yeah, right, I got anyway. you. I got you, man. Who <laughs> cleansed the earth of these demons? Cthone, before leaving Earth, poured all of his evil hatred and malice into the dark hold, which is that book yeah. that they're chasing the entire yeah, movie. Yeah. So, like the One Ring, uh, Cthone put all his power into that. Um, into the darkness after escapes just so happened um, right when he was leaving Scarlet Scarlet Witch or uh, Wanda Romero and Piero Romero uh, Maximoff mm-hmm. um, was being born so he put a bit of his essence into Wanda so he can control her later in life <laughs> so damn. in this movie Cthone is taking over Wanda and not and 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 with the Darkhold, not Metafostio, who everybody thinks is the big demon guy that leads everything. Now, where are we exactly? Because I should number this shit. <laughs> All right. So this takes pretty much from okay. It takes from Doctor Strange, but loosely. It just kind of grabs and cherry picks yeah. from everything in his essence. Mm-hmm. But this WandaVision, WandaVision and this movie should have been backwards. You, should have been the other one. You think so? No, I mean, if they were going to buy the comic book. Oh, the comic book's okay. You were going by yeah, but Okay. But the so way they did the it. They, book, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. Ask questions. I, so uh, question? I, I would think that, I mean, the way they did it in this one, that makes sense to me why they did it. 
so we could no 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 yeah one hundred percent and the MCU again MCU is just trying to give us some of those key moments in um, these characters you know what sixty years mm-hmm. yeah sixty yeah. years yeah you know all right so the first the the WandaVision show is basically the House of M boom mm-hmm. there you go House of M okay House of M is when um, after a certain comic book called Avengers Dissembled. Now, in Avengers Dissembled, what happened? Wanda and Vision got married, had kids, and then she finds out they're part of Metafusto, the big demon guy. Mm-hmm. She goes completely crazy, snaps and kills, like, several of the Avengers. <laughs> oh, man. Like, basically, like, just fucking goes ballistic and fucking kills people. That's why it's called Avengers Disassemble. Because she was part of the Avengers, if you see her right there in the comic. Yeah. You know? And so then, after that happened, she leaves. And also, this also takes from the comic Vision and Scarlet Witch. But, um, then, this leads in the House of M, where after she finds out everything's just lie, but she still wanted her kids. She still wanted the real... She wanted the life. So... She whispers one word, no more mutants. Mm. And no more mutants. And then only what? There's only several mutants that's that last after and was was a group, which you see here. Yeah. One of them being her father. Do you know who her father is? Who's one of Maximus? Wait, hold on. Who no, who's her father? Who's her father? In the comics. Who's it? Magneto. Okay. Huh. So Magneto, <laughs> House of M. Yep. Magneto. Mm-hmm. So uh, is like the god there, and so that that's when she makes her own magical world where everything surrounds her and her happiness. So is Scarlet Witch really dead? Never. So she didn't die in this. Because never dead ever. So she's she's alive. You think? She's an entity, dude. So is she gonna is she gonna be in the, the for future films to you? Will she show up? Yeah. Um. All right, dude. And also, these are comic book movies. Okay. No one is ever truly dead ever. <laughs> okay. All right. As many people as like, oh, Captain America's dead or Iron Man's dead. Great. You just learned there's a multiverse and there's like nine billion versions of them out there. Where Iron Man can come back and grab and bring in. Yeah. Anybody can come back now. This opened up the floodgates, dude. Basically, any version. If you don't think the version they have of your favorite character is right, fucking wait. More likely, the right one will fall through the door. You know, like. Okay. Now, um, a big part we got to talk about is, of course, America uh, Chez. Now, yeah. Now, she is from a dimension outside of the multiverse. She's not from inside the multiverse. I don't think they explained that well. They did not. (laughs) And it's called the Utopian Parallel. Okay. That's what it's called. And now here, it makes it sound like that uh, in this movie version, and I think they're doing this for a reason, but um, she, um, it said that she mistakenly opened up one after she got stung by a bee and her mom's got sucked in and can't find them. Mm-hmm. Not true. In the comic books, her two moms, um, they disappeared accidentally. Um, 
They sacrifice themselves to save Utopian Parallel and bring it into the multiverse. The person that gets accidentally sucked up by one of her parallels is actually her sister and named Catalina. Okay. And this is all created by uh, Joe Casey. Just like I said, uh, 11 years ago, he did a bunch of stuff. Uh, Uncanny X-Men, The M.A.'s, Adventures of Superman, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay, mm-hmm. okay so, so why do you think they're changing it? Changing what? Uh, have you, so she's going to find her parents, right? Her mom's. Oh. So you think they're doing that so they can find her parents? Or do you think that... It's just keeping it more simple, so there's not so much going on when her she inevitably comes back, you know. Incursions. Okay. Okay. Incursions. What's an incursion? Did they explain it enough to you? Uh, I want you to let me know what an incursion is. Isn't it when, when? Okay, tell me what an incursion is. When two universes sort of collide, right? Yeah. Okay. Right. So in the multiverse, when two universes collide, they destroy each other. Mm-hmm. But there's a way to make it not happen. Now, what I think they're doing, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if I'm right or wrong about this, but I think they're going to use Galactus to be the guy because it's people on certain planets when they jump from multiverse to multiverse. Because originally, it was only when you use the Darkhold is when people, when it caused incursions. Mm -hmm. But they haven't stated anything else yet. So I think what they're going to do is they're going to use Galactus as the planet eater who goes and eats planets that cause incur- that are causing incursions. He helps eat planets. I think they are putting it all together for all these plan- all these incursions to happen. Then we're going to get a massive crossover of not just one, but like 20 different versions of every fucking superhero, (laughs) which is known as the Secret Wars that came out just a few years ago. And I think that's what they're leading to. Because King the Conqueror was the bad guy at the end of Loki, and he talked about incursions in Loki as Mm. well. Yeah. So, so that's my geek out on that. So explain to me Dr. Strange's third eye. Um, let's see here. I actually have a whole thing on it. Uh, I like wrote a half a paragraph. The incursions taken from the comic time runs out as well as Strange's third eye. Third eye. Also, S- Stephen did have a third eye in the earlier comics where him seeing into the spiritual realm or anytime he looked into other people's souls. So in the early comics, like the original Doctor Strange, Mm -hmm. he did have that third eye. But in this one, it is called uh, the energy of Cthone is staying within him, which allows him to jump multiverses, which I think that's going to be a part of the whole so the third eye came from uh, from using the dark hole though, right? Like that's how she. Right. Okay. All right. So, um, but I mean, uh, let's get to the big part of the thing where your show he's saying throws it shows up. Can you explain who she is? Right. Yeah, Clea. Clea. All right, Clea is the the niece of Dormammu. Do you remember Dormammu? Tell me, remind me who that is. Ah. Uh. <laughs> I'm here to bargain, Dormumu. Oh, oh, good. Okay. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 
Wow. Okay. At the end of the, the, the big galactical demon thing in the comics, uh, she is the niece of Dormammu. She is a part of a group called uh, the Faultine Race. Uh, extremely powerful. Uh, at one point in multiple ver- all, uh, universes and stuff like that, she was a sorcerer supreme, mm-hmm. and um, she was also here on Earth and also in a dark dimension and important also know at one point in the comic book she was married to dr stephen strange okay which benedict Cumberbatch, charlie's there yeah i'm good at that wedding <laughs> so oh man there's so much to unpack still um mm-hmm. so <sighs> here you want me to go through just a few of them yeah just just good just I have a oh wait on. hold on real quick did Stanley show up in this anywhere? Because I thought he was supposed to be in everyone. In no, some... I, didn't see him. Okay. I didn't see him anywhere, and I, I looked. Okay. All right, so the Book of Unshanty was the Book of Ultimate Good. Mm-hmm. That is actually uh, written by Agamotto. Agamotto is that the Eye of Agamotto mm-hmm. is that thing that's around Stephen Strange's thing. Okay. And that was, wasn't made to house the Time Stone. It just is the only thing that could hold the Time Stone okay. in that universe. So. Uh, that is another thing. Um, in the grand calculus of the multiverse, the sacrifice means infinitely more than their lives. So that exact line he says to America is the same line he says to Peter Parker in Infinity War. <laughs> uh, first strange movie was uh, getting over his ego. This showed uh, us that the ego came from, he is the smartest, so it has to be him. His sister death makes him shameful, full of guilt. Uh, he doesn't trust others. Um, at the wedding, Dr. West was from the first movie. He was the guy that fucked up the guy at the beginning, mm-hmm. or Dr. Stephen Strange was like, no, Chastine will help me the second because you already messed this up. Um, he gave us several things. He, one, told us that everybody in the world knows that Doctor Strange gave up the time stone. Right. Because he knew. And uh, tells everyone that Doctor Strange gave time stone. So this means that there's a group of people who blame Doctor Strange alone for the blip. Including Wanda, who even states that because of him, she had to kill Vision twice. Yeah. She had to see Vision die twice. Yeah, and then there's also uh, these sort of... um. That guy who fucking talks to Dark Strange in the in the church about like what happened when he was whipped, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's him. That's Doctor West. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wong pulled his sword of pure energy just like Athena did in the Eternals. Did, by the way, in the comics, does Wong die? I don't think so. Okay. Not that I know of. Just, I think okay. it's always around. Okay, I hope we never does. To be honest. Every dream is seeing your multiverse self, which means when Tony Stark was talking to Pepper Potts in the park before Doctor Strange popped in, and he said like his dream felt so real. They had a kid, and the kid's name was Morgan, and da da da. So it happened. Like he <laughs> could have, yeah, he could have actually just saw a multiverse self where he already was married. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Um, the hex was easy. Line was hard. The hex is what Darcy called the whole spell thing in Wanda Vision. Mm-hmm. No one else called it that. Just her. Yeah. And now it's called the hex, and which is cool. Uh, also, Wanda's lying on a hexagon 
during um, uh, during that sexuated because hexagons are everywhere. Yeah, they they're the multiverse. They okay. they're imagery. If you've ever watched like Guardians of the Galaxy, that's how they jump. Yeah. Okay. It's like you see hexagons. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's see. Which ones did I not? I read that one. I read that one. I read a, oh, the bull guy or cow man mm-hmm. that I talked about earlier yeah. is actually named Rendor. Uh, he's an alien from the planet Ravel, and he actually has a whole comic series. Oh, that's cool. And if you want to go look him up, that's cool. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, one of the universes they quickly went through. There were so the many. Living tri- I know. I, I, that's why I'm not jumping on elf. <laughs> uh, the living tribunal was yeah. in the background. Oh, nice. The living tribunal is the ultimate power of the Marvel universe. In fact, in Dr. Strange one, Mordo's staff that he uses is the staff of the living tribunal. Oh. Nice. Right. Nice. Yeah. Indeed. Right? Yeah. Uh, Bruce Campbell is from earth eight thirty eight, where he is pizza. Papa. <laughs> I want some of those pizza balls. I really didn't. It looked good. I know, right? It's like, what's a pizza ball? And how can I get one? Um, all right. So six one six is what Christine said that she names the universe we're in, yeah, or the MCU's in. Mm-hmm. That is one hundred percent the comic book universe. Okay, cool. That is that is in the comic. If there's actually comic books, I think I have one. I, I'd have to look for it. Uh, there's uh, it's Earth six one six is the main storyline of all uh, Marvel comic books. Now, the Illuminati in the movie mm-hmm. was Captain Carter, M- Maria Rambo, aka Captain Marvel, um, Black Bolt from the Inhumans, a uh, great character, bad show, uh, Reed Richards, aka John Krasinski. Uh, John, say his last. Krasinski. Thank you. And as Mr. Fantastic, of course, uh, Professor X, a.k.a. Charles Xavier, a.k.a. Patrick Stewart. Um, Man. In the comics, though, it's Nomar, who's their Aquaman that we've not seen anywhere. Right. Black Bolt, Iron Man, Reed Richards, Doctor Strange, Professor X, and Reed Richards. So it it really hurt me to see Professor X die again in a different way, though. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, dude, I'm going to tell you right now, Uh Professor X dies like every fucking month. (laughs) Professor X dies a a lot. Um, Like he's just, he dies a lot. I mean, he's always coming back because he's, he's on a mental plane. All right. So Reed Richards, AKA Mr. Fantastic arrives by a time square, Mm -hmm. which is a time traveling machine. Made by Doctor Doom, mm. so he must have been on a time traveling yeah. adventure and just popped in to do the whatever they did. Um, Strange asked Reed if he charted in the '60s because remember, Strange loves music that he remembers every album on the on the Billboard charts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said the '60s because that's when the first time the Fantastic Four came out. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, Reed and Strange start talking about incursions and how they affect the multiverse, which is the exact start of the storyline of 2015's Secret Wars, Mm. the comic book. Yeah. So I'm telling you, that's where this is going. 
Okay. That's the big crossover. It's not Thanos. It's going to be superheroes versus superheroes. Oh, so like Civil War again? Yeah, yes, okay. but it'll be massive. Okay, just uh, sorry. I, re- I mean, I'm, when, uh, I'm, just worried, I'm worried we're going to lose a lot of people I love. <laughs> you know? You're going to lose everybody you love. It doesn't matter. They can all come back. All right, fine. Just uh, bring them from the universe so they didn't die. Yeah. Yeah. Superman died. He's back. <laughs> He'll, come yeah. back. He'll be back, yeah. Uh, when Professor X appeared, Patrick Stewart, mm-hmm. if you noticed, it was not the X-Men movie soundtrack. No, 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 no. That was the 1990s animated cartoon series soundtrack <laughs> yeah. that he came up to. That was awesome. Uh, the first time that, that yellow chair was designed was not in the cartoon. It was by Jim Lee in the comics. Uh, Reed says that he's a parent, which nods at the fact that Franklin and Valerie Richards exist. Franklin Richards is the most powerful slash human super being in the entire MCU. Oh, really? Okay, so he can he can delete the entire universe with one half of a thought. Shit, that's scary. <laughs> yeah, uh, the gap junction is explained as the meeting point of several realities. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is called the Nexus in the comic books. Um. Uh, full circle. Steven was manipulated. Da, 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 da. Uh, American. Oh, the fist right before Amer- when America learns her uh, freaking powers uh-huh. and she does that. Yeah. That's straight from the comics. That's how oh, she yeah. activates her, uh, her ability. Awesome. So I thought that was really cool. And um, that's it, man. I think I pretty much did. I mean, it. like I said, uh, she asked if uh, Cleo asked if Steven wants to fight against the Cursons, which is setting up the next major crossover, which I believe is Secret Wars. You're excited? It has to be. I, dude, it's like literally, you have no idea. This will be like everybody, like, you understand, I collect 1984's Secret Wars yeah. action figures. <laughs> and this was like the reamping of this where somebody was like, hey, we need to do that a little bit better than what we did last time. All right, guys, uh, I guess that's the end of the spoilers. Um, Neil uh, laid it out for us. Take that information. Make your own assumptions about how the movies are going to turn out. And uh, uh, you can find us online. Are, are there any questions that you still have about this movie, though? Like, dude, is there something like like character-wise or something like that? But, I mean, I know I got into specifics like I always do. The, this, but is there anything that you thought that, man... So... You know what? There's some. Here's a thought I just had, and this ain't even on my spoiler shit. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Why is it always redheads kill fucking Professor X? But but, but did Professor X? <laughs> but Professor X, like like when when w- w- Logan killed him, he's not redhead. Like the Logan clone. Oh, yeah. Logan did kill him. Good yeah, good yeah. save there, man. Good okay. save there. For so, um, but I, I think that I think that's it, man. I think, uh, like, I'm, I think my questions that I have are really answered in future films. That I want to kind of keep surprised to myself. So, um, I think that's it. I think that's all I got. Yeah, I mean, this movie I thought was really great. I really love, I really love the fact that Sam Raimi got to have fun. With yeah. like a lot of additive characters, a lot of characters. Oh, can can, can I tell like, you how much I love Zombie Strange? 
by the way, <laughs> Zombie Strangers. Also. Oh yeah, that's that's something I I, I jumped over. Yeah. Uh, I was like. Uh, one of the best parts I thought of this movie was uh, Dead Zombie Strange giving an inspirational speech. I loved it so much. That. I was like, this <laughs> is so Sam Raimi. I was like, this is so Sam Raimi. Yeah. But- yeah. It's like, it, it was like, it kind of reminded me of uh, Wanda in uh, the What If uh, series on Disney Plus because mm-hmm. she was a zombie Wanda with like all the powers and stuff like that. It's really cool. All right, you visit online movies on Sunday. You visit online movies on Sunday. Then on Facebook at facebook.com slash movies on podcast. One Twitter, MDS podcast. On Instagram, MDS podcast. Uh, you can find us at uh, patreon.com slash movies on suck. You can go to fire.com slash movies on suck. Something to do. You can find the cool stuff to buy. Uh, and we're all streaming platforms. Well, we're on Twitch, MDS podcast. Uh, if you're watching YouTube, go and subscribe and watch us on Facebook and like that page. And we're all streaming platforms where you can find podcasts and you have movies on suck. And some that do. What do we trust businesses to do? There's a taxi in this movie that has said ground house, grindhouse red recording. I'm just looking at some <laughs> okay. grindhouse. It's that grindhouse recording uh-huh. on the on the top of the taxi, okay. and that is owned by Bob Mar uh, Marwisk, who's the movie's editor. Oh, nice, cool. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if you got a small business, people, let me know. I'll be more than happy to call you up, let you know. I will be more than happy to advertise you any day of the week. Just give us a call. Give us a message. Let us know. Send us that email. Send us that uh, DM, and we'll be more than happy to put your information out there to our thousands of listeners or millions of followers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, you good? Why not? That's another episode of Movies That Don't Suck and Some Do. My name's Neil. And I'm Chris. And remember, no matter how strange the world gets out there, you can just creep on other people and it'll be okay because we're in the multiverse of madness now. Have a good night.